Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, this is kind of a, this is kind of a different episode because, well, I've been crying over the death of a man that I never knew. And actually, some people might find this kind of shocking, but I'm crying over the death of a man that I've never even heard of, uh, who was clearly very respected in the songwriting world, John Prine. And, And what can I say? I've I had never heard of him, and I know of him now because of his death uh, due to complications from COVID-19. And obviously he's one of uh, over, you know, 100,000 deaths now, right, around the world. Reported deaths. Deaths from people that died in hospitals. And uh, however many deaths there were in China, we really don't know, but... He's one of many deaths, you know, most of them are anonymous, but he's this exceptional songwriter. And, uh, so his death got celebrated today, which I'm, I'm grateful for because, well, I had never heard of him. And then I read his obituary in the Chicago Sun-Times and just from snippets of the lyrics that he'd written I was I just was moved about life he had this incredible way of writing about life and I I've only been exposed to this guy for literally two hours but it hit me deeply because well there's a sadness to all this which you can sometimes can be captured in a moment or like it can it can hit you in a way that helps you to understand you know the sadness of people dying alone but also you know I started reading his lyrics and you know you know the there's just there's just so much power in the way that he writes about things and I, I'm no expert on John Prine so I'm not going to try to talk about the stuff that he's done uh, after this episode or right now, for example, if you want to listen to an exceptional song about a Vietnam vet returning, it's called Sam Stone. And it's just really amazing song about addiction and, uh, you know, just the, the way lies were thrown away by conflict. But that's not what I was going to talk about today. I, Why I said, fuck it, let me pick up the mic was because he wrote a song a long time ago called Hello In There. And apparently it was inspired by 
when he had a paper route when he was a kid and he would uh, deliver papers to a nursing home. I believe it was Maywood Nursing Home. And he would talk to these old people in there and they would sort of treat him like the grandson coming to visit them. You know, they were lonely. And, you know, it really, it hit me deep, not just because I lost my mom last year, my dad in 2011, but it's been on my mind these last few weeks about the amount of people that die alone because of this. And obviously last week I told you that Alyssa, who was my my cousin, now that they made clear to me that they don't mind, Alyssa had been telling me about these story, you know, these people that just come in with no stories and suddenly they're on ventilators and there's a sadness in the anonymity and the, the sense of just mass death. And it, all that basically, plus I had a chat with Brian O'Connell recently and it's just, lately I've really felt like I want to appreciate older people more. Maybe it's because I'm getting older and uh, now because they're so under threat. It's at a time like this that you appreciate their importance. So what I said was, I don't know why, maybe this is silly, but I can't play the song because there's rights issues with podcasts, but I thought I would celebrate, I thought I would celebrate the life of all the anonymous people and all, I mean, nobody, these people aren't anonymous to the people that they know, but. I guess what I mean is a lot of people are dying in a, in a in a sad way, in a way that's not ideal. And people believe about putting energy out there. People have all their different spiritual beliefs. And I don't know what's real and what's not. But one thing I do know is that, you know, you, you can... You can create, you can take an action, you can do a small, simple thing to put it out there to show that you care, and to show that lives mattered, and every life from the, the worst life to the greatest life is all part of this human journey. And at times like this, the uniqueness of every life possibly gets lost because so many people are dying and also they don't get to have proper funerals and they don't get to have that communal sense of a life celebrated, which means so much to a family. So I said I would try to celebrate all those lives, including this life of this man that I don't know and have never heard of, but is clearly an amazing guy. I would just read out his lyrics and talk about the things that the song inspired in me about life. So the song goes, We had an apartment in the city. Me and Loretta liked living there. Well, it's been years since the kids had grown. A life of their own. Left us alone. John and Linda live in Omaha. And Joe is somewhere on the road. We lost Davy in the Korean War. And I, don't st and I still don't know what for don't matter anymore. This is the chorus. 
You know that old trees just grow stronger and old rivers grow wilder every day. Old people just grow lonesome, waiting for someone to say, hello in there, hello. And it's really the chorus that got me. You know, this sense that we sort of move on from the people that have given us so much you know and you can see that okay boomer and all these things a dismissal of old people and it's always it's always bothered me particularly in western culture you know there's a bit more respect for old people in china not that i think chinese culture is better than ours but one thing that i took from my time in china is that they still respect the elderly and of course it's easy to dismiss the elderly when we're so focused on progress and obviously as we grow older their views can seem dated you know particularly when we focus so much on cultural progression which is fantastic but i think so much then we can dismiss the wisdom of a life lived and just because maybe your grandparents struggle with gay marriage or still like really religious doesn't mean that they have so much to share on other on other areas of life that you still don't know you know because that's only part of life you know and i think that's one of the great things about getting older is that the wisdom to realize that you know there's, there's so much more than just the issues that matter to you at this time because the issues that matter to you at this time won't be as important at a different time and they've seen that they've it's come and gone you know and i believe in the progression you know but i think unfortunately sometimes we can't compartmentalize what we need to dismiss in in an elderly mindset and what we need to embrace you know and obviously in the West, sometimes we can discard the old. Uh, and I get it, you know. I had two parents that were sick, and sometimes it's overwhelming. Um, but there is a sadness to it. And I guess the reason why it hit me too is because obviously there's just so many old people on their own right now. And, you know, we FaceTime and all that, which is great, but... It's, uh, yeah, it just brings it home. And, and it, it's sad, too, because early on, there was this sense that it's not that big of a deal. It's only the old people that are at risk. And, you know, I, I remember in one of these podcast episodes, I think it was Aiden and Steve and me, and I actually asked. I said, I, I, it was a question of like not knowing why this is worse than the flu. At that time, I just didn't know. I couldn't fathom the seriousness of it. And, and, and I don't know who could really. You know, in those early stages, you say, what is it about this that's worse? It's hard to see it until it's happening closer to home. You know, and you don't, you, you know, you didn't get those good reports out of China. So it was so hard to see, like, why do we need to shut down society for this? So I was asking the question, like, why? And 
at that time there was discussions like even with Boris Johnson about how much are we willing to sacrifice for our those at risk of this and now obviously that was a while ago but now it's it's just so clear how tragic this is because the flu just doesn't the flu just never created this anonymity and this risk and the flu doesn't put the people that are looking after you at risk like this does and ugh, it's 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 so brutal in in it in its randomness uh, and of course it's so easy I've been so frustrated and so angry and it's so easy to get mad at Trump which you know it, it's it's fair enough you, it's hard not to say it's karma for Boris Johnson which it, it isn't Boris Johnson brought it home for me too you know the fact that like it just it doesn't care and it's funny because I actually had when Boris Johnson got sick, I had an immediate, like, sense of caring for that guy. You know, and I've always found him to be like a buffoon, but there was this sense that this is tragic. That this thing can just come and just take an, an eraser through society, you know? Just like a fucking delete button on random words in the essay of life. But you don't get to choose which section gets highlighted. And I know that Boris now is stable, but it was just that sense of who's safe, you know? It it actually was another thing that hit home for me, that this is so serious, you know, and so sad. And it's easy to get angry, and that's fair enough. I, I get so angry with Trump because he doesn't take, or there's no sense of the real responsibility of his delay and taking it serious, you know. But at the same time, on on another level, on an emotional level, it's pointless because it doesn't take away the hurt. And I found that over the years and my own parents getting sick and also just in general, when people get sick, there is this desire to find out who made a mistake in the hospital, what was done wrong. And Often there is like some malpractice, but it actually doesn't make a difference. Maybe in the future you want to take a lawsuit, fine. But a lot of that is just trying to make sense of the hurt. But the hurt doesn't make sense. It just hurts. It hurts because life is sad and life is tragic at times. And you just have to fucking feel it. But there's always this sense of wanting to do something, make it right. How can we make it right? And it's good. It's a human urge, I think. It's a sense of justice. But on another level, it just doesn't fucking matter. You know? That's why this shit is so fucking tough. And that's why life is so random. You know? And it's good to reach out for whatever helps you to think that it makes sense. But for me, I, I feel more just about just trying to care, just allowing myself to care and allowing myself to feel the, the pain of it as if somehow 
my hurt and the tears that come at times just drip into some collective pool of mourning that connects us just one of a million narratives or ways to understand you know from prayer to poems we just are constantly trying to make sense of the randomness of life and I'm I'm down with that you know and as much as I have ranted about the Catholic Church and different things right now I just feel like I'm down with whatever way you can manifest trying to make sense of all this but I think it's great to just allow yourself to feel the pain of it it doesn't have to debilitate you it doesn't have to make the day more difficult but it's just nice to embrace those moments where it hits you and I'm sure it's connected to my own grief and I'm sure that reading about John Prine just made me think of my own parents but at the same time like when I think of my parents I think about how lucky we were now I think about how lucky we were to have had these two incredible funerals and to have everybody been around for support you know to have been able to travel easily the simplicity of it now compared to what people have to deal with now is just it does make me sad you know so this is my this is my cry to all those people those that are grieving in a way that it's unfair this is not fair but this is life like Sam Stone the song John Prine Sam Stone you know there's a hole in his arm where all the money goes you know because he got addicted to morphine from the shrapnel in his knee from a war that he shouldn't have been on either man life is fucking unfair man but that doesn't mean that you can't let yourself feel it you know the buddhist i'm not i'm not a buddhist but the buddhists have this tonglen meditation it's a meditation about compassion for the world and it's supposed to open you up to the suffering of the world to allow yourself to be open to the suffering of of all people and open yourself up to that and that helps you to have compassion it's a it's a compassion a loving kindness meditation a sense that if you can feel the pain of the world then you can, can you can have compassion for all of the world it can cut through your resentment you know it can cut through your your entrenched beliefs and and it'll it, 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 it's, it's it allows for harmony of course it's an ideal but it doesn't hurt to do the exercise, you know? You're doing your squats and your bridges and your planks to try to keep fit. Why would you not do um, uh, an exercise in community, an exercise in understanding, you know? And that's what I felt like. With that, you know, I thought of those Tonglen meditations that I used to do in the Dzogchenbera in West Cork, Alahis. That's where I learned about these loving kindness meditations. You know, and trying to allow yourself to be open to compassion. 
And that's what I felt when I listened to this song. And just immediately, the tears strolled down my face. This is the next verse. Me and Loretta, we don't talk much more. She sits and stares through the back door screen. And all the news just repeats itself. Like some forgotten dream that we've both seen. Someday I'll go and call up Rudy. We work together at the factory. But what could I say if he asks what's new? Nothing. What's with you? Nothing much to do. And it's sad, right? You know, it's sad that old people just end up with nothing going on. But again, I like I like to open myself up to it. This song helps me to remember. And I'm sure that's why he wrote it. And I'm sure... On some level, when he wrote it, he just was thinking about the sadness of those lives. And what his song does way better than this podcast is, it gives them a story, you know. But really, it was the last line that was, it was the last verse that made me feel like it was like a call to action. An acknowledgement of these old people that are so at risk. And I just, I love this, you know? So if you're walking down the street sometime and spot some hollow ancient eyes, please don't just pass them by and stare as if you don't care. Say hello in there. And I love that, you know, because how often have you walked by an old person and said, hi, how are you? And you could see can see them light up and it happens more in Ireland you know it's one thing I miss about Ireland when I'm not there people are more inclined to just say hello to strangers and you know, I do I do love that and now more than ever I think we need to remember this time and remember how it was at this moment that we remember to appreciate old people because mostly we're doing this for them and for frontline workers. But let's try to remember that. That they're the reason why we're here. And their lives have given us our lives. And our lives will give the next generation. And that's what we're part of. The great human journey. Whether we agree or disagree, hate each other, all the other nonsense that divides us. This has been a great unifier, a global pandemic to remind us that in the end, we are connected, whether we like it or not, especially in a world where we can get anywhere. We're connected. So you have to take responsibility because our actions matter for everyone, even the small things. And certainly if you perceive your actions that way, it'll help you to be mindful, you know? And it won't last. I get it. It's a, a small period of time where the lessons will stick. But I do think that over time you take steps forward and steps back. But over time it is, it is a march of progress. And this is a biggie, you know? So... 
that's really it. You know, that's really the thoughts that came to my mind about John Prine, a man I'd never heard of. And thank God I heard of him today. I wish it wasn't because he died from the coronavirus, but it also reminds us how important songs are, you know? Songs and poems. Like, I've always been of the belief that my spirituality is creation. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You know, my spirituality is the, the learning from others and moments of understanding that I have myself that come from so many different things, from nature, from from people, from mistakes, from hurt, from loss. All these things keep reprogramming me, keep me moving forward, keep me feeling like I have a reason to live, a reason to be here. And these songs... And the poems and the books and the paintings. And nowadays, the videos, they're all just little snippets of humans making sense of life. This ever-evolving sense of what it is to be a human. I love all that. And of course, some videos are just distractions. But sometimes, like, who has not watched a family on TikTok, do some stupid dance and just thought, isn't family wonderful? Isn't that nice? Of course it makes me laugh, but sometimes it makes me cry a little bit because I just think this is what we have. It's togetherness. It helps us to to cherish the importance of it. I love it. I don't care that it makes me sad. I'm grateful that it helps me to remember and to realize the importance of it. So that's the that that's what I'm taking from today. From the death of a stranger. And for some reason when I was when I was reading all this John Prine stuff and the sadness of death cuz there's a loneliness to what he's writing, you know. I thought of the last line of The Great Gatsby, which for some reason, I'm not a great quoter of books, but for some reason, the last line of The Great Gatsby always stuck in my head. So we beat on, boats against the current, borne ceaselessly into the past. And 
I don't always agree a hundred percent with that line, but I do. I do like that sense of you know life is life is a struggle, uh, and that sometimes you can feel that you're that there, you, there's a you're predestined to you know just be stuck. In a cycle that you can't escape from, but I disagree. I, I'm not a hundred percent in agreement with F. Scott Fitzgerald. Not that I'm an academic that would be quoting F. Scott Fitzgerald, but I understand because I love the Great Gatsby and I love that sense of class and judgment, and the importance of status. Like I love that examination that he made of society at that time, which particularly as I got because I've, I've revisited that book and as I got older particularly in comedy and you see how important status is to people and how people gravitate towards power you know it helps you to understand it on a deeper level but I also think that we're not born ceaselessly into the past but we can I can understand the fear of always being sucked back into that and we are boats against the current. However, we do move on. I do feel that. I do feel that despite the the difficulties of of fighting against that current paddling against the river, that we do make progress. I really do think that. And uh, we will get through this, that's for sure. And... Uh, and I'll get through my grief. And my foster dog will hopefully find a forever home. She makes me sad at the moment too because she's so cute. She's so lovable. But she came from hell. And I got to somehow find her a long-term heaven. She's snoring and sleeping over there in case you're wondering what I'm looking at. Anyway. Those are today's thoughts. I wish I could play you uh, John Prine, but I don't think I'm allowed. Have a listen. Hello in there. And for anybody who's lost somebody and hasn't had a funeral, I'm with you. I wish there was some way. I wish there was some project we could do to put it out there. But for every stranger that has lost someone has not been able to celebrate their death I celebrate the loss of your loved one I feel your pain that's the last thing I want to say actually is that one of the gifts of losing your parents is it allows you to know how it feels and I consider that a gift to know how it feels I'm happy that I'm better able to understand the pain of this mass loss that we're feeling and the the pain of not being able to celebrate it properly i'm 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 glad of that i feel like it makes me a better person to be able to connect in that way that also is part of my loving kindness meditation for the day i feel your pain i and i don't mean this in a cheesy way i literally feel it and if you watch what you 
may not, but if there's one person that watches this and they lost someone and they weren't able to celebrate the death, I, I feel your pain, man. I empathize with the pain of the loss and I sympathize with the injustice of your not being able to celebrate their life properly. So, I give it out to you, my anonymous love. Thanks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.